Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. This is not a problem we're used to dealing with, but the U.S. economy is running too hot right now. You see it in GDP, which surged almost 10% last year in nominal terms. You see it in the labor market, where we're more or less at full employment with the Fed still doing quantitative easing. You see it in commodity prices, in housing prices, in rents, up 18% last year. You see it in this week's CPI report, which came in much stronger than expected, showing consumer prices up 7.5% since last January. This is all the manifestation of the $10 trillion in stimulus that went into supporting the U.S. through the pandemic. That's right, $10 trillion. The Fed's balance sheet has grown by $4.6 trillion since February of 2020, while the fiscal stimulus amounts to $5.3 trillion as of last March. Again, that's about $10 trillion of stimulus for an economy that in real terms was only $19.8 trillion in size last year. It's a huge, huge number. And it means this situation is not going away on its own anytime soon. It's obvious this has left the Biden administration with little firepower left ahead of the midterms to enact any spending bills, and it will all fall on the Fed to have to drain as much liquidity as possible, as quickly as possible, to keep the economy from going even more haywire. That's why you'll hear a lot of talk not just about rate hikes this year, but about the balance sheet as well. It's quite possible, as our Steve Leisman has put it, that the Fed will hike by half a point at its meeting next month if the market is giving them the space to do it. By space, he means the huge jump in interest rates, especially short-term rates, which are now pricing in almost the seven rate hikes this year that Bank of America was teased for predicting just a couple weeks ago. But the real debate will be about whether to lean on just doing rate hikes versus shrinking the balance sheet as quickly as possible. There are some, like Jeffrey's David Zervos, who warn that all the rate hikes you could do this year won't even add up to much real impact on the economy if you still have an $8.8 trillion balance sheet sitting out there. There's huge debate across the profession about this. And sitting out there awkwardly are all the flattening yield curves that are sure to make policymakers feel uncomfortable about the rate hikes that are now getting priced in. The quote-unquote best solution here would be to see longer-term yields move up, although that carries its own headaches for borrowers and taxpayers. The 10-year Treasury finally poked above 2% this week for the first time since the pandemic, which actually feels like a healthy thing. Bill Lee of Milken is another economist who would like to see the Fed lean more on the balance sheet through so-called quantitative tightening than doing rate hikes. As he told us last week, he thinks that approach would do more to reduce excess liquidity, feeding the unsustainable rise in home prices. By selling securities instead of raising short-term rates, it could even help to keep the yield curve from flattening. And sure, the Fed would rather be safe than sorry and not accidentally make things even worse by sending the economy into a recession. But that calculation has changed since last cycle. In the 2010s, growth was weak, commodity prices and financial markets were skittish to any tightening, and the Fed had to backpedal a lot in order to play it safe. In the 2020s, we have the opposite scenario, and playing it safe may actually be tightening rapidly so that the current situation, including our chronic supply problems, don't get any worse. Welcome indeed to the roaring 20s. We just didn't want inflation to be part of that. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow the Exchange podcast and to catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then.